0: rebecca and lily and you're listening to just Just ghouly Ghouly things things. hey boo things we're your bootyful hosts rebecca and lily hello oh and if you didn't already know this is just ghouly things So, uh, (laughs) Lily, so I was asking you earlier um, about what I should eat because I was starving. I had work earlier and I just needed something to eat. And you recommended Mm -hmm. Wendy's. And let me tell you, this morning I woke up and I was like, you know, I'm going to eat super healthy today. And, like, I want to eat a salad and acai bowl maybe. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I just want to, like, get myself back into, like, a better mood. And then you recommended, all you said in all caps was Wendy's and (laughs) I said fuck you because I love Wendy's my childhood was based off of Wendy's and I have been craving Wendy's for so long so I thought it was a sign to get Wendy's Mm -hmm. so then you said I love Wendy's and then I said that made my pussy throb I am getting it
1: so that sent me into (laughs) orbit so Lily you
0: did not reply to that text message for so long. And I was for a quick minute mortified that you didn't get my reference and didn't know where that was from. And you literally thought I was like having an orgasm over your text message. And I was like, I hope to God she knows that this is from a TikTok or like a viral video. And then you said, ha ha. Uh and so then I was like, Okay, good.
1: I don't know if you still know it was know, a reference. I, I didn't know that's what it's from, but I've seen that people being like, Oh yeah, um, you know, so and so with this makes my pussy throb. So I, I knew it was like a thing. Okay. I didn't know it was from TikTok, but I, I had seen it before, you know.
0: So there's like a video and it's like these two girls and they're sitting and they're eating something. And I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's like fast food or whatever. And they're, like, obviously enjoying the meal. And then they said, one of them said something, I think, and they're like, mmm, thou make it pussy, pussy throb. And then the other one's like, girl, I was just about to say that. And they just start, like, laughing. And it's just, like, so good vibes, enjoying fast food together in your car mm-hmm. and just saying how much you enjoy this food to the point where your pussy throbs. Like, that's a mood.
1: That's a whole mood. No, the, the, reason, the reason I didn't respond right away was because I was at the dentist this morning getting me a root canal. And uh, I stopped at McDonald's to get a shake because I couldn't eat solid food. What type of shake?
0: So, uh, chocolate. Ooh, yes, I love chocolate shakes.
1: Chocolate shake.
0: I'm surprised and it was working. Cause isn't it? They always say that the McDonald's ice cream is never working, or is shakes Dude, different than ice cream. We had to go
1: to two McDonald's.
0: No way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a real dedication. Shake, you know, we went to the first one, and our first question was, "Is the ice cream machine working?" He was like. And he kind of laughed because he knows, like, about the whole thing. And he was like, no, sorry. My mom was like, "I right, have a good day. Pulling the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, that is so...
0: That, I literally was just thinking, wow, I'm surprised she got to a McDonald's that the ice cream machine is working. And there you go. You had to go to two of them.
1: But, always um, ask. Always ask first.
0: I, I'm so... so I, first of all, I had no idea you were going to get a root canal today when we decided to record this. And... Then you told me you were you were getting a root canal, and I'm like, "How the fuck are you gonna record?"
1: But you find Girl, a I way. I get root canals all the time. It, it's it, it's like a it's like when my ankle hurts a little bit, or if you throw out your bat working
0: out, and you're just like used to it. Honestly, I just think that you just walk in, just sit yourself in the chair, like, "All right, doc, don't need to drug me. Just hit me with it." Pretty That's how much. I feel. You are immune to it at this point.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god. So. um Well, what happened was I I wanted to let, you know, yesterday, um, because yesterday I went in for the consultation because my tooth was just in absolute pain Uh and then, you know, something happened and I didn't get around to it and I just came home and crashed. So I just got up this morning, got the root canal and was like, shit, I never did my goalie things research. (laughs)
0: Well, it's all right. This is going to be a fun episode because we're going to be talking about um, just stories that we have found online. Spooky, kooky, kooky stories for you guys. Super fun episode, and, a different variety of topics. So,
1: And um, just before we get started, because I wasn't sure when you wanted to do this, Rebecca, mm-hmm. but I wanted to open up the episode just by saying that um, what happened, something that happened yesterday, which I just referenced, why I didn't text Rebecca, um, a close, close friend of mine um, passed away yesterday morning. Mm -hmm. And, um, he would, we, especially during quarantine, we'd FaceTime like almost every day. And this is when we were doing the quarantine spooky story special. Mm -hmm. And I would tell him about co-hosts and he'd say, when are you going to conference me in so I can (laughs) co-host? And so, um, I just wanted to, dedicate this episode to my friend Zach and tell him that he, you're finally making it onto an episode <laughs> yeah. honestly
0: I will shit my pants if we play back this episode and that weird audio stuff starts to happen again
1: be- i will no, act- you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a ghost quoting the office in the background and that's gonna be sad <laughs>
0: in a slight in a slight whispering sound
1: um, that's what she says.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that's beautiful and i think that um yeah, you know, rest in peace, Zach. And yeah, this episode is for you. This is gonna be this is gonna be a fun, spirited episode. Um, a lot of crazy stuff going on. A lot of different stories. So, uh, do you have anything to add before we get started, Lil? Or
1: um um oh, check out our new Instagram post at Just Gooly Things Podcast for some art, um, some new JGT fan art that my roommate Abby made at Abby Tabasco on instagram check that out and let us know in the comments if you'd like us to maybe do another line of merch with uh, that image on it so with that said let's hop into the stories yeah i'm sorry i just want to quickly add about that literally Mm
0: -hmm. i am obsessed with this picture like every time i look at it i i love it more and more and i see more things in the picture and i'm like holy shit like this is so cool this this cartoon version of us is this is a more attractive version of me. Like, she did a fantastic job of gassing me right? up and like, building my self-esteem. Look
1: so cute.
0: Dude, we look so hot. Like, Dude. I am obsessed.
1: Was it last week we did the cartoon doppelgangers? The, the story with doppelgangers that yes. in cartoon form? Yeah, that's our cartoon doppelganger. Literally. literally. <laughs> Literally,
0: they are putting us to shame. These, this picture is so freaking cool, and the fact that we just got this DM I and mean, I was so excited. I was like, "This is so badass." So even if even if like one person says they want merch of this, we're still making merch of this. Too bad we're doing it because I oh, think yeah, absolutely, I, I think a lot of people will buy this because this is so freaking cool. It gives me like yeah. the
1: Scooby Doo vibes. That's exactly. Well, I came home from work one day and I was exhausted. I sat down she was like, oh, hey, Lil, like I worked on that kind of image that, you know, we talked about and I looked at it. And she was like, you know, I just sketched it up and it's like full blown art, like insane, disgusting, insane.
0: disgusting how people actually have this talent.
1: Right? Like, my roommates are both so artistic, and I just kind of wander in, and I'm like, I handle money and walk people to tables. But yeah.
0: My talent is cursing on a, in front of a microphone and posting some
1: episodes for people. Exactly. I make memes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, without uh, further ado, yes. let's do our just kind of fun, you know... It's like you t- you know what I realized? It's kind of like we took all the topics we've done before and just kind of put them on shuffle and took a story from each episode.
0: I like that. I like that. This is, yeah, this episode is just one big, just ghouly thing shuffle.
1: Okay. So my first story actually comes from, I thought it would be fun to do um, with more preparation, maybe some like workplace stories, like for the places where we work. Okay. So, and I'm in a couple of uh, groups on Facebook for, like, restaurant workers. And I only got one submission because I posted it, like, at midnight last night. Uh Uh-huh. And I said, like, hey, I'm working on a project. You know, if anyone has any haunted restaurant experiences, like, DM me or drop them in the comments. Bleep, blorp, bleep, blorp, whatever. And since it's only been, like, 12 hours... I only got one, but I'll, I'll keep harvesting. And maybe, like, you can, and we could do a whole episode on this one day. So. I'm so down. So this one comes from a member, and I didn't want to disclose her name or anything.
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. um, But it says, I, was work, I, I work at a country club that was built in 1915, and it is death haunted. The servers like to use the ballroom bathroom while on shift, because members don't really go back there. And there's a lady ghost that I've seen out of the corner of my eye a few times that hangs out in front of the window right next to the ladies' room. One of the girls told me she heard breathing and tapping in one of the bathroom stalls one day while she was fixing her makeup. Mm. Once I was in a stall and heard the door open and shut when I was the only female in the building. There's an emergency exit door in the back corner of the ballroom that I've seen slam shut when there's no explainable airflow. The craziest thing, though, has to be a few years ago on Halloween. We were all out front setting up the bar and dining room area for our member Halloween party, and we hear a huge crash coming from the kitchen. We all run back and a shelf that had just been installed Yes, properly. We checked the holes. It had come down off the wall and there was broken glass and silverware everywhere. Ooh. Shit was wild. We really couldn't explain why it fell. The end. Huh.
0: So that that bothers me when I see something that's like actually put in place and has glass and things that could actually hurt someone be thrown I don't like that.
1: Like, right? It, especially especially because, like, you're extra careful with glass. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if you're installing something, you're careful. And then you think, I'm going to put some glass on this shit. You're scooper-duper careful. And then all of a sudden, a ghost just says, oh, Bitch, you thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right Yeet. off.
0: But I'd be very interested to see where this person works, even if you privately message them, because... This is a that's very spooky. And I wonder if the, the the woman that this person sees, I wonder if she died on the property or if she was a member or like what what exactly why this person is haunting this specific area.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I want to know. I mean, I know that um like the restaurant Where I work, we have a joke about there being a ghost in the party room Mm -hmm. um, because the party room isn't part of the initial restaurant where it was. And the restaurant has been around for um, 92 years.
0: Wow. Was was it like constantly in the family or is it like Uh, been sold?
1: No, no. So uh, the restaurant I work at when it was built was originally an A.M.P., Oh, okay. And I know you've never been there, but you might have seen pictures of it. I know you've seen like my Instagram stories of the interior. Mm-hmm. It's a small restaurant, yeah. And this was before like big commercial size refrigerators and everything, so it was really just produce that wow. they would sell. And it was an amp, and then uh, it had a few. I think after that, it was a few different things, but then it became mainly a restaurant. And then it opened up actually as with the name that it has now because it was bought by a family in town okay and that's why i always see like kids i went to school with and everything there Mm -hmm. um so it's a restaurant now and we uh the owner also bought this small area next door that was a bunch of different things and we made that the party room and it's got and it's got a basement in there with like storage and all kinds of like, like a little hallway that turns around and there's like storage and it is like spooky kooky-ooky. I was going to say, yeah. And I, I, there are some coworkers that joke around about the ghost of the sidecar and everything. And it's, you know, it, it is what it is, but I've never heard any actual weird experiences, but Hey, there's always time.
0: You have to understand too, like the, the town where this is in is a, It's a historical town, right? Like, it's a pretty old town. So it could even be that, yeah, maybe not because it was an A&P, but maybe whatever was on that property before that was what it was, there could be some history behind that, too, if you did some research.
1: Exactly. And I know I could go to, well, they're not letting people in now, but the Historical Society Uh has, I'm sure this is the case with most towns, um, has files of almost every property that was ever there. Yeah, you know, so that could be fun to do, to go look and see, you know, okay, well, the building that was built in 1928, you know, we, everyone knows it was an A&P, but kind of get the history there and see what the property was before mm-hmm. and who knows what we could find.
0: That'd be really cool if like once things start to kind of get back to normal and the historical society opens up again, even if we did a little, a little girl's trip there, that'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yes, and we will post it as an extra episode on our Patreon, Just Ghouly Things yes. podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay, but, but yeah, how, you know, especially a country club, like this is awful, but when you think of a country club, you think of old people golfing.
0: Oh, a thousand percent. And like so, that like drunk guy that like always has the super red nose because they're like an alcoholic and like always like sexually assaulting the waitresses and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of like the vibe
1: I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, no disrespect to the woman who submitted this and her her patrons, but, like, you know, if it's a country club with a golf course, like, maybe it's, like, one of the ancient men who's there just <laughs> fucking around. This That's isn't horrible. where we kept this in the old days <laughs> and shit like that. Who knows? Who parked my horse? <laughs> my Model T's missing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rebecca, what do you
0: have? All right, my first story is titled "Our Experience with Something Mysterious in Zion." The story Ooh. took place but back in the winter of 1997, me and my friend who I will call Will, were camping in Zion National Park, Utah. I'm not sure whether or not camping is or was legal at the time, as we are both from Maine. <laughs> we are both devout <laughs> Mormons, so we were visiting the area to connect to others like-minded people. We first went to the park sometime in the middle of January, so the weather was very frigid. We decided to make a camp in a small clearing somewhere near the Great Staircase. We set a small tent up underneath a few trees. Things went fine for the first few nights. On the third morning, Will woke up in a cold sweat in the wee hours. He had a very vivid nightmare of a creature with matte black eyes following him through the canyon. We brushed it off as just that, a nightmare. Later that morning, we went up to the ridge to do some sightseeing. Will was eerily quiet. I asked him if he was all right, and he told me that he had been to this part of the park before. Now, mind you, neither of us had been here in the prior days, and he realized he had seen it in his dream. Oh, no. We were both spooked, but brushed it off as just a coincidence. We went back to camp later that afternoon, and we thought nothing of the coincidence from earlier. That night, when we went to cook up some of the hot dogs we had brought along with us, we searched and searched for them, but they were all missing. Once again, we just assumed we mustn't have packed them, but Will was certain he had seen them earlier that day. We decided not to worry about it, and we ate some protein bars we had packed for hiking. Things went fine for the rest of the night, but we couldn't help but feel there was something wrong. Two days later, Will woke up in the night again. This time was different, though. His nose was bleeding. Thick black blood And his shirt was covered in mud and dirt. No, thank you. Yeah. One other minor detail I forgot to mention is he woke up two miles from the tent. (laughs) I I only found him because I heard him screaming from out in the brush. I went and found him and helped him get back to camp. When we returned, we found a small bird skull on top of Will's bedroll. Hell no. Yeah, the howls of the coyotes and other similar creatures we had heard in the nights prior were non-existent, leaving the canyon strangely quiet. Later that day, we went out for another hike. We were about eight miles from our camp at this point, and being that this was the days before cell phones and we were in a canyon, there was no way we could contact for help if we got lost or injured. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Wait, did they actually say that in the story? No, I just added that because I thought you'd appreciate it. (laughs) I feel like you haven't said that in a while, so I had to say it. Um, our car was at least a six-hour hike from where we were camping. What the fuck? We happened to we happened by a small clearing, and at the edge of the tree line, we found a small cave. Being the naive, curious young boys we were, we ventured out in search of an adventure. Inside the cave, there was no sound but the echoes of our footsteps. Oh the ground, no. <laughs> yeah, the ground was strewn with bones of small birds, not dissimilar to the skull we found on Will's bedroll. Will went to inspect one of the skulls. However, upon picking it up, we both had an overwhelming sense of dread filling us both. Our ears began to ring intensely, and our heads began to vibrate violently. The sound was like static from a radio, and it caused us both an immediate terrible headache. I screamed at Will. We needed to leave, but he couldn't hear me over the static ringing. I couldn't even hear myself. I grabbed his arm and we ran for the mouth of the cave. We decided we'd had enough and we were going to leave. Thank you. The ringing subsided as we got further from the cave. However, as we neared the camp, the sense of dread became even stronger. The camp had been destroyed. Our equipment was left dangling from trees. We tried to collect our things, but we were too overcome with fear. We didn't hesitate. We picked up what things of value we could carry, and we began the long walk back to my car. It was about 5 p.m. by Point, and if we started walking now, we'd be back to the car by about 11. We trekked back with no issue for about two hours. By 7 p.m., it was pitch black, and there was no light except for Will's lighter. Oh, God. This is just such a hot mess of a story.
1: Right? Like, every five minutes, it's a, what could possibly go wrong? You can tell this is young guys
0: in this story, because they just, in every horror movie, it's always the young guys that make stupid decisions like this. But anyway.
1: Oh, of course. And it's the women who go, what are we
0: going to do now? I think we should just have sex right here. you have sex in
1: a horror movie, you fucking die. (laughs)
0: Yeah, boobs out and everything. You just die. And your dick's out, everything. Yeah, it's just, that's how you're going to be seen. Anyway, sorry for the picture, guys. Butt's out, (laughs) (laughs) That's new merch, actually. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Abby, we're not putting your image on our merch. It's that quote right there. Um, Okay, so the forest was suddenly filled with the sounds of hundreds of creatures howling and crying. We could make out the silhouettes of several tall deer along one of the high cliff faces. The deer looked sickly, and their eyes were blacker than the sky. We tried to ignore them, but it seemed they were following us. We dropped everything and just began to run. Somehow, we made it back to the car in just a couple of hours. The sounds of the forest didn't die down for the entirety of the journey. Journey. I can't speak. Once we got back to the car, we assumed the battery would be dead as we had unintentionally left the car lights on for several days. Genius. Luckily, almost as if it were a miracle, the car started fine and we got out of the park without a hitch. Um, as of writing, this is that it has been 23 years since this happened, but the story still haunts me. I hadn't seen Will in several years as he had moved away to a different state. I decided to write our story in honor of his memory as I learned of his mor- uh, I learned this morning of his passing. Um, let's see. Bah, 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 bah. To this day, I don't have a clue what was in the park, as I have never told a story to a single person until now. Will and I never even spoke of the events after they happened, and I would like to believe it was all just a nightmare or shared delusion, but we know it was much more than that. Anyways, that's our story. I know it was long, but it means a lot to have shared it with someone.
1: Oh,
0: Yeah. Freaking crazy roller coaster of a story in the woods, no cell phones, car was running, probably should have died. Like, the car should have died.
1: um, What else? Like, literally. Are the shit hanging from trees? The bird skeleton?
0: Yeah, the fact that he ended up waking up two miles away from his camp. How the hell did he end up there? Yeah. That just seems... Okay, so um, if you guys wanted to do a socially distanced vacation spot, I would not suggest Zion National Park in Utah because it seems like you may get
1: possessed. Yeah, honestly, it, it would be a no for me, dog. Yeah, facts, no copy machine. <laughs>
0: All right, Lily. I'm going to start
1: saying that. I remember <laughs> one time, you, you, uh, one of your posts, the caption was, like, really, really inspirational. Or it, it was some shit that was just, like, on the real. Like, totally fucking, like, absolutely. And I just commented a bunch of fax machine emojis. Speaking
0: nothing but facts. I'm trying to keep it 100 emojis.
1: Yes. Or the two hands up in the air.
0: And the prying hands. Can't forget the prying hands.
1: Yes. Okay, my turn, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's usually how it works. I don't know what the hell I was expecting. Okay, this one is called "Huge Glowing Wolf Aspiration Apparition." Oh, okay. I aspire to be a glowing wolf when I grow up. Roar. Okay. (laughs) Roar. Roar means I love you. (laughs) Stop it. Okay, so it says. Not me, but both my brothers around age three had this experience and still remember it now as adults. They slept in the same room, and one night, the younger one felt like he was being watched. So he looked at the bathroom door, which is cracked open, and sees what, was what he described as a, quote, huge, green, glowing wolf with drool coming out of its mouth. Huh. was looking at him uh, through the doorway. It doesn't move, but it doesn't leave either. He wait, well of course, if it doesn't move, how could it leave? Anyway, (laughs) sorry. He uh, wakes our other brother up and says, do you see that? He agrees that he does, and they try shining their toy flashlight at it. It appears in the light they get up and turn the room light on, looking out into the hallway. Nothing there. So they turn the light off the lights again, and there it is looking at them. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> it turns around and paces down the hallway, but returns after a moment. This repeats several times with shining the light or turning the light on to make it disappear but it's still being there and looking at them and pacing away briefly before returning. They say they felt like it wanted them to follow it, but they did not leave the room. Smart boys. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Some smart, smart, smart boys not following the strange wolf with glowing eyes. (laughs) They also swear the next day, There was discoloration on the carpet from where it drooled that had never been there before, but no one believed them. They never saw it again, but started sleeping with their door all the way closed. No idea what it was or what it was trying to do. The end.
0: Okay, so originally I was thinking maybe glowing wolf, spirit animal,
1: but... Yeah, right, me too. I don't know
0: about that anymore, Chief. That's just, uh... That's just messed up. It's a little shady. Yeah. You know?
1: I I'm not, I'm not, I
0: don't know how to feel about this.
1: I feel like if I saw, like, the, uh, I agree, like, if I saw a wolf, maybe not with the glowing green eyes, just like a wolf, you know, pacing down my hallway, like, my dumb ass would probably follow it and be like, oh, someone's coming to me in a dream. Their spirit animal was a wolf, right? Yeah. But the glowing green eyes, like, girl, call Ghostbusters. Fucking call, uh, call Lorraine Warren. With the drool. Do what you go- yeah, do what the fuck you got to do because this shit's, I got to get this shit out of my house.
0: Okay, so you'll appreciate this because this is, okay, so you know how you're usually, like, the meme dealer and I'm, like, the TikTok dealer? Yeah. So there's a TikTok that I just remembered now from you telling the story oh I didn't
1: watch the one you sent me yet by the way and I'm sorry about that
0: it's okay we could talk about it after okay but anyway so this uh so this TikTok it was so the way the algorithm works is it, it sends you a bunch of stuff and then it depends on what you like or comment and then your algorithm gets more specific to you like I mean it becomes a for you for you page like it's insane like the algorithm is just sometimes way too specific
1: Oh, is that why the hashtag FYP is, like, a thing for you page? Yeah,
0: that's what it stands for,
1: yeah. Oh, my God, I'm
0: a thousand. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, so more you know. So there's this one. So I finally have gotten onto spiritual TikTok, where, like, a lot of Mm -hmm. the TikToks that I see there, like, involve, like, ghosts or, like, it's, like, funny skits about, like, paranormal or whatever. So this one was this girl, and it's a serious TikTok, and she said, uh, as her caption, she was like, um... She was like, I thought my late father was coming to me um, in the form of this raccoon, but I guess I was wrong. So I guess mm-hmm. the father had always said he wants to be reincarnated to a raccoon or always said, like, I guess he said at some point, if I die, um, anytime you see a raccoon, think of me. Don't know okay. why raccoon, but I guess that was his thing. So in the video, she's walking her tiny ass dog and a raccoon starts coming up to them. And it's like broad daylight. So she thinks mm-hmm. that it's like her father. So she's recording and like, she's like, hi, dad, whatever. And the fucking raccoon hisses and starts lunging at them. So she starts, she and, like, yeets her dog that's, like, two pounds off the ground and, like, starts, like, dragging her dog on the, on the side of the road because she's trying to run away from this rabid-ass raccoon that she was recording because she thought it was a message from her dad. <laughs> Which, I mean, if the dad was a jokester, could have been, like, I'm going to send you a rabid raccoon and, like, just to fuck with her. But, like... <laughs> Sometimes we gotta take these messages from like a distance. Like if you see a raccoon, don't go try saying hi to it because you think it's your fa- your late father. Like just say hi from a distance and keep walking just
1: acknowledge away. acknowledge it. Yes. Yeah. Like, hi, Dad. You know. <laughs> Good, good to see you, you know. And then before they get the chance to fucking Lunch. maul you, just be like, "All right, peace, Dad. Nice knowing you." you know, yeah. Like oh that.
0: god, it was. I, I could. I was watching that probably on replay for like five minutes. Like it was so funny. And this is like the perfect example of that. Okay, okay. Anything to add before I go to my second story?
1: Um. Nope.
0: Okay, no pressure. Just I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay. no. So, my second story is titled, A Photograph in an Impossible Place. My family is all from Chicago, as I am originally. When I was seven, I moved to Washington with my mom and stepdad. When I was around 12 and 6th grade, my mom divorced my stepdad, and we started living with one of my mom's friends for a few months until we got our own place. During this time, my mom, myself, and the woman whose house we lived in, we were all going on a walk in a big park. This woman was a very nice person, but got stressed or anxious very easily. After the walk was supposed to be over, when we walked back to her car, she realized she didn't have her keys. She looked through the window of her car, and the keys weren't in the ignition or on the seat or floor. We started tracing our steps back in the entire park, looking for the keys, asking people walking by if they saw any keys. As I said, this woman was very nice, but became very stressed easily, so she got snappy with me when I reassured her we would find the keys. I'm sure many of you know that feeling of stress as a kid, where you feel how stressed the adults are, so you feel scared. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, this person felt very much like that. So during this high-stress situation, while looking at the ground and tall grass, trying to find the keys, I find a picture of my cousin. So to explain why this makes no sense, we were in a park in Seattle... "'My cousin lived in Chicago. "'The picture of him was a wallet-sized photo, "'which did not look heavily worn, "'but it wasn't in mint condition either. "'It looked like it had been outside a day or so, "'lightly scuffed. "'Chicago and Seattle are 2,000 miles apart, "'and we have no relatives in Seattle, "'just me and my mom. "'I showed my mom's friend the photo excitedly in shock, "'and she snapped at me "'that she only cared about her keys at the time.' I showed my mom, but she didn't care much during this time after her divorce. She was pretty much in a haze, looking back on this experience, I can't help but think the stress of the situation was connected to finding the photo. I've heard that poltergeist are caused by teenage stress, and I was an adolescent going through a very difficult period uh, in life and was very it was a very stressful time in particular, mm-hmm. even if I did have an unknown relative here that dropped the photo in the park. What are the fantastic odds that his cousin finds the photo in tall grass before it rains or wears away? I forgot to mention another odd phenomenon. After finding the photo and looking around some more, the car keys reappeared in the woman's pockets that my mom and I both saw her empty out multiple times looking for the key.
1: Yo, I'm not a fan.
0: Isn't that so weird? This is like a glitch in the matrix type thing. That's what I'm getting.
1: Yeah, this is like a um kind of like a, a, a glitch in the matrix and maybe like a um what's it called? What's the word I'm thinking of? You you know what I am Doppelganger? Thinking of, right? Uh yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Right like the photo a doppelganger, right? Like 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 it's
0: like the same person,
1: but it's not? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Doppelganger. That's like, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely across the two. If you guys haven't listened to our latest Glitch in the Matrix episode, um, go to our last episode from last week and you can listen to it after this one. Okay, thanks. Bye.
1: It's in our bio on Instagram, Just Ghouly Things" Podcast.
0: Oh, I'd like that's
1: to on. say two. Okay, so oh, the in, website, right?
0: Well, yeah, the little website, whatever. That's, a, that's whatever. But now, not only are we on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. SoundCloud. We're also on Stitcher, which I didn't know about Stitcher, but I guess Stitcher's like a huge podcasting platform for people. So now we're on that because a lot of people DM'd us recommending us to go on that. Uh, so we're on that now if you prefer to listen on Stitcher. And I didn't know this because I didn't put us on this platform, but we're also on iHeartRadio. Stop. Yeah. Had no idea. But someone, I, I think it was Evan. Evan, um, oh. he's yeah, he said that he listens to us on iHeartRadio. So I looked it up, and we're on fucking iHeartRadio. So you guys can check that out, too, I guess. We really do it. We are. Pat on the back, if you can hear. It's some pat on the back ASMR.
1: Okay. Yeah, we both found ourselves right now. All right, Lily, what's your third story, darling? Hokey-dokey. Okay, so my third story is... An encounter which plays on my mind every now and then. Strange. When I was much younger, perhaps three or four, I can't remember for certain, but I woke up on the floor of my bedroom. I assumed that I had fallen off whilst moving in my sleep. However, when I came came around from the sudden event, I looked up in the almost pure dark. I saw a large figure of a man potentially six foot seven, maybe even taller, standing in my doorway. Here we go, right? Mm. He was pure black almost, no distinguishable features, clothes or marks, except he had glowing eyes. He stood staring at me for what felt like several minutes, most likely only a couple of minutes at most. And the entire time I screamed and cried, crying for my parents, naturally being terrified. It began to walk towards me, taking a few steps, until it stopped, turned, and walked out of my room. To this day, I still have no idea what it was about, why it happened, who it was, and why my parents had not reacted or heard (laughs) me screaming and crying for ages. I haven't had any encounter like that since it happened. Perhaps it was as a result of me falling off my bed and being disoriented. However, in the past few years, I have heard of shadow people being seen by many people. Mm -hmm. And even now, I believe I genuinely saw this with my own two eyes, focused on it, not just a peripheral sighting of something, but a full viewing. The end.
0: Definitely seems like the um, quintessential shadow person story right. <laughs> i find it hysterical that the parents just ignore it. it's like you know what just let the kid cry it out just act like you can't hear anything it'll well, pass what,
1: what i wonder is if he was kind of god i don't know. i don't want to say like in another realm right but if someone's with you coming from another like another part of existence. Okay. If that makes sense, right? I guess realm. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he had been transported to that place too. Ah, you know, he had been taken along, you know, with this man trying to get him to follow him. So his screams and everything were not being heard by the people who were still in our realm, our realm. Oh, I
0: like that. That's a trippy concept.
1: Right. Like, I know it's kind of weird and to, you know, some skeptics, it might not sound weird, but like, hey, skeptics, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But that's just that's just my takeaway is perhaps he was already kind of out of uh, our realm in, in somewhere else. Or, you know, he was in this very vivid dream where he thought he was screaming and wasn't.
0: Yeah. If you guys ever want to see something or do research on something super trippy, look up the fourth dimension. So Mike was talking a little bit about this last night. That's what mm-hmm. kind of came to mind. And it's a concept of like, there's 1D, there's 2, 3, there's 3D, which is like us, like what you mm-hmm. see. And then there's 4D. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much the concept of like, if we were to see in 4D, we'd like be able to see through things. Mm-hmm. and there's like examples of like what 4D would look like and it's like very fucking trippy and like I didn't do I, I didn't read up on it myself but when he was explaining the concept of fourth dimension it is so fucking weird and I, I, I was like dude like I feel high as hell talking about this cause like it was just such a crazy concept that like it's so out there that it just doesn't seem like we should be able to understand it because it's just such an outlandish like concept for like our own perception of life
1: yeah and and something it's interesting one second let me take a drink my energy drink asmr
0: yes what energy drink did you drink
1: um monster mango
0: loco sponsor us monster sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) wait that monster mango that sounds
1: so good it is, honestly, so, like, it tastes like juice. You know what else is really good my brother told me about is the green monsters it tastes like, if you took a green Jolly Rancher. Okay. But it also tastes like the green Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. Oh, classic. And I know the blue Scoobies hit different. Oh, 1,000%. But, but the uh, green ones, I think the, I think Fred was the green one, right? Or Shaggy? I think it was Shaggy. Yeah. Makes sense because he wore green. Those were like 100% like taste. It tastes like if you took Jolly Ranchers and those green fruit snacks and like melted them into one piece of candy. That's what that monster tastes like.
0: All right, guys, you guys know what to do at this point. Go to your local convenience store pick up one of those monsters and tag us and give us your review of what you think if what lily's claiming it tastes like is accurate because i know as soon as we're done recording i'm definitely zooming over to my nearest quick check and picking one up
1: dude you gotta try it
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know i'm gonna facetime you when i get it and you're gonna see my live reaction
1: yes okay
0: wait wait did you go or did i go
1: um you just went I think, uh, right? yeah, I
0: think I just went. Okay, now I just wanted to make sure, because I was, like, losing track of time. I was getting so excited. Okay, I was getting excited <laughs> about fucking energy drinks. That's how you know you're getting old, when you get excited about things that, like, will keep you awake. I know! <laughs> okay, um, all right, so my next story is titled, A Visit from an Elderly Woman. Okay. When I was 14, my friends and her brothers and I we were asked by her recently passed elderly neighbor's son to help clean out her house, and he'd pay us cash for helping. As being mm-hmm. teen, said, yeah, of course. He gave us a quick run-through, which was basically clean out the house of all belongings as the house was to be sold. So my friends and I started upstairs, and I went to the woman's bedroom. Started boxing clothes from the dresser, etc. Finished doing that, then it was time to go to the closet. Everything was going well until I pulled out the second to last chunk of clothes after I put the clothes down on the bed and turned back to the closet. An elderly woman walked out of the closet and out the bedroom door and was gone. I remember yeah, I remember her vividly permed white hair, purple pants, white shirt, and matching purple jacket. If that is not the fucking grandma starter kit, do not at me, okay, that is the typical grandma fit That looks: Honestly. I'm thinking it in my head right now. That's like straight fire. Like you know it's like a lavender lilac color too. Like it's not just oh, yeah. regular purple, and there has to like the, with the white T-shirt mm, and the matching purple jacket, you can never not have a matching jacket because it's always cold. Always.
1: And, and you know she's got like the uh, like the pinkish red lipstick like cracking on the lips. Thousand
0: percent. And you know that she has those white, she has like those white sneakers that like she thinks she's going to run a marathon.
1: You know, the beige orthopedic sneakers that are so beige, they're almost green. Oh, oh my, with the Velcro on the front.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. I'm, yeah, 1000%. And then like old people have like that distinct scent, kind of like a new puppy smell, but it's like old people smell. Mm -hmm. I'm getting those vibes.
1: Yeah okay uh (laughs) mothballs dude my great-grandma's house my great-grandma's house r.i.p esther mothballs and cookies all the time
0: (laughs) describe your grandma in one word mothballs (laughs) (laughs) oh esther all right i had a great-grandma esther so we're we're vibing on the esther name okay yes I have never run so fast in my life, even though her presence was calming. When I came outside to my friend's brothers and the woman's son, they all wondered why I was scared and paled out. I explained what happened, and the son said the woman and outfit I described was his mom. After calming down, I did manage to go back to her room to finish my job, but I did tell her thank you for making your presence known, but I'd appreciate it if you didn't do that again.
1: <laughs> the end. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. You know what? At least she was, like, kind about it. You know what I mean? She was probably like,
0: honey, like, do you want me to make you something? You're doing so much work. You haven't eaten all day. I'll just, I'll prepare something downstairs for you.
1: Exactly. Are you hungry? No, Grandma, I already ate. Let me make you something. And then he's going to,
0: he's going to leave the house, and he's going to have, like, a little $5 bill sticking out of his pants that the ghost grandma just snuck in there without him knowing.
1: Don't tell anyone I gave you this. (laughs) Yes.
0: Every time. Is it really your grandma if she doesn't give you even, like, a dollar before you leave her house? Oh my god, of course. If you think about it, we're technically escorts for our grandparents because they, like, pay us to, like,
1: see them. And every time oh. we leave, like, slip us five Rebecca, you're a fucking genius.
0: <laughs> we are just escorts for our grandparents.
1: You know what? We show them love. They buy us stuff. Five dollars just
0: to have Grandma make you cookies and sit there and listen to her talk about her black and white TV show? Are you kidding me? Her stories, the stories that you heard three days before. Yeah.
1: No, like the like how they call their TV shows their stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you're right. The same stories over and over
0: again. And you have to act excited as if you can't literally say the same story verbatim while she's saying it.
1: Oh my god. And how about bragging to to their other like elderly friends about, "Well, my granddaughter, my grandson."
0: Oh, and literally how they have to try to set you up with like their friend's great 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 grandson. Ugh,
1: stop.
0: Every time. Every like um excuse me. His great her great great grandson is in prison. No thank you. all right what is your fourth story right lily fourth
1: i think it's my fourth (laughs) yes okay Okay. so this story she is called 12 year old haunted by a teddy bear Mm. and this one this title immediately caught my eye because i was thinking about how we always talk about like dolls and like toys that make noise or light up when Uh there's nothing around to take the sensor off yeah well we've never really had a a teddy bear story
0: i wouldn't think we'd have one but there's a first for everything
1: so stop rapping. here it goes here's some background at the time i was around 12 i think my cousins and i were doing some night swimming in my grandparents backyard pool this was sometime in july It's just some standard summer fun, nothing unusual. After we're done, we're standing on the back porch, taking turns going in and out of the house to go to the bathroom and get changed for bed. Eventually, my turn came around and I go in to get changed. Something you should know is my grandma loved decorating and has some sort of theme for every room in her house. Okay, literally, that's my grandmother. That is my dad's mother. Mm-hmm. Especially when she owns, oh, we never got to go. Rebecca, she used to have a bed and breakfast at the Jersey Shore, and we never she went. had all these different themed rooms. That sounds so cool. It was so cool, but um, yeah, we never got to go. But I mean, whatever. But even at her house now, it's like there's like one room's all black and white and feminine, and the other's beachy. Well, I mean, like this. Okay, this is Grandma Jane right here. Anyways. And the bathroom, uh, the bathroom is teddy bears. And trust me, they are everywhere in that bathroom. From wallpaper to ornaments and actual stuffed bears. Now in the bathroom is a very large landscape arranged with a a landscape arranged mirror right above the counter with the sink. Right above the sink is a little shelf that is lined with teddy bears. So, as I'm bending down to start changing, I shit you not. A teddy bear flew from the top shelf across the room, bounced off of the shower glass, and landed right side up looking at me. Oh, my God. I promptly screamed, and to this day, no one believes me. The end.
0: (laughs) What the hell?
1: Literally, like, this, this teddy bear just yeeted himself. He just said, bitch, I'm here. He said, bitch, I'm done with this old lady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Snuggles need some cuddles, bitch.
1: <laughs> I'm sick of watching this old lady take a dub. Get me
0: <laughs> <laughs> My bear senses can only smell
1: so much. <laughs> well that's graphic. So, yeah, but but um I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, especially with teddy bears, and this is the case with my grandma, right, like, who likes to decorate and everything, she got a lot of her stuff, especially when she had the bed and breakfast at, like, a lot of it, um, once she discovered home goods, came from home goods, but she got a lot from, like, antique stores and estate sales Uh and, um... Every summer they would do, in the little beach community, they'd do a flea market. Okay. And, and that's where she would get a lot of her stuff. And so I always thought that her hotel had must have some kind of spirit going on because it's been around there since the Victorian ages, right? Yeah. So it's possible that this grandma, and especially, like, depending on the age of the grandma, like, um, I don't know about you, but my mom's parents grew up in the Midwest during the Dust Bowl. Like, they lived, I mean, they were dirt poor, right? Like, played, their dolls were, like, corn husks. They made those, like, colonial-style corn husk dolls, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, and my other grandma, the one who had the bed and breakfast and would collect stuff, you know, just grew up really like always looking for bargains, but you know, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just a thing with grandparents, um, especially depending what time they grew up was saving money. So it's quite possible that these were secondhand teddy bears or maybe a teddy bear she got from a friend who had passed. That
0: that makes complete sense to me. I, I definitely agree with that concept of depending on like what generation you grow up in is kind of influential of who you kind of become characteristic wise. Like I know my yeah. great grandmother, God, God rest her soul. She, um, she never was poor. Like when mm-hmm. I knew her, like obviously she had her house paid for and, you know, she mm-hmm. had lived to be like 98, 99 years old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but definitely I could see looking back, like her characteristics of who she was was because of how she was raised. She came from Italy, uh, came on a boat, to, uh, to New York City to create mm-hmm. a life like for herself and her family mm-hmm. and she i think she got to the states i think the year was nineteen ninety nineteen nineteen I'm sorry and she she got in i think on New Year's and around that time i I believe was when the depression was right
1: like a, um depression started in twenty nine in twenty nine so yeah so she must have been So she was probably just getting settled into America and all of a sudden. Yeah.
0: So she was probably at that point, she would have been maybe starting in her 20s. So that's like when you kind of start becoming an adult. Mm -hmm. And so I'm assuming at that point, I'm not sure timeline wise. At one point, she met my great grandfather and they were starting Mm -hmm. life. Could have been around the Depression days. And I know growing up, my parents, she made the best food ever. But I know that before she would ever prepare anything, my parents would have to go through her cabinets for her ingredients and check the expiration date because she always tried to use every food to the last drop Mm -hmm. because she'd be like, oh, that's still good. Expiration date's just a suggestion. And that was kind of her thing. And I think that growing up in that area, like in that time period where Mm -hmm. maybe food was rationed or like you couldn't afford to get things as frequently, as uh-huh. you could have previously or afterwards, um, I think definitely, like, leaves a mark. And I think that the generation we're growing up in now is going to is going to leave an impact on how we become as we get older, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely leaves an impression on you. Like, my... Um, and especially, like, my grandma, you know, hunting for bargains and everything, she grew, she grew up um, essentially a single mother re- raising my father, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where you know that that's just how it was like she when she was trying to live alone she'd go to my great-grandmother's house and just like take her toilet paper and paper towels for where she was living with my dad when she was living with my dad you know if they weren't already living you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's just like these kind of things kind of shape who you become definitely and I feel like a lot of older people who grew up in the time of not just the Great Depression, but World War II when we were we were rationing materials, yeah. right? Women couldn't wear stockings because they needed them overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, rationing food, like, all that stuff. Like, that sticks with you. Definitely. You know, so it's possible, and I know that we literally started talking about haunted teddy bears and now somewhere we're here, but hey.
0: <laughs> now we're talking about stockings.
1: Yeah, right? Like, like anyways, the, the point is, the point is that uh, who knows the history of you know these stuffed animals that this grandmother collected who knows if you know it could be you know because we don't know the the rest of this author of this story's family history maybe that was a gift from the grandfather who had passed away Mm -hmm. saying hey you know I got this for your grandmother I'm still connected to this look at me I'm here you never know you really never know
0: All right, well, on that note, my next story is titled, Uncle Came to Say Hello. I lost my uncle only five months after my father died. My uncle was still young and had young kids. He was also the kindest, gentlest, caring man I ever met. My dad loved his baby brother, and in a way, I'm glad my father passed before he did because that would have broke his heart so badly. One memory I have of my uncle was he used to bring us out individually. I have a brother and sister. He was also the cool young uncle. So when he would get breaks from the Navy, he would take us out. After a movie, just him and I, a homeless man was drunk and laying on a very busy curb. Everyone else passed by, ignoring an obvious danger he was in, but not my uncle. He ran over and helped the man up and set him down, reached into his pocket and gave him some money. So I was on lunch break and saw a woman in a wheelchair outside of a donut shop recently asking for food. I reached into my wallet and gave her a five. She thanked me. I thought of my uncle then and smiled. I was crossing the street, and I heard clear as day his voice saying, Ani, which is the Ojibwe language, meaning hello. I turned around, and no one was there. I'm spiritual, but also living in a world where life breaks you and makes you question your own instilled beliefs. I have been having a very hard time personally, and just hearing his voice raised my spirits even higher. Ani, uncle, and those who walk with me.
1: The end. Oh my goodness!
0: I thought that was such a short but sweet story to just add towards the end of our episode, just because it's it, it's those little things, like those little moments of that uncle being with his with his niece, and going to give someone money that he saw was in need. That was such a small speck of his whole life spectrum, but it stood out yeah. so much to that girl that even time after he passed away, she did something because it reminded her of her uncle, and then she got that sign from him that, like, that, you know, he's there, and he's proud of her, I think that's so sweet.
1: I think, I think that, um, sorry, I'm really touched, because I've been missing my, my great-aunt lately, Mm -hmm. and, um, it's interesting how, you know, I don't know, I feel like we've talked about this before, is, um, a kind of a universal, widely, known thing is morning doves which they look like regular doves or pigeons but they're kind of like a like a brownish gray mm-hmm. you know and every morning and you know the kind of rational explanation of this is that there must be just a nest of a family of morning doves near me but every now and then I'll see one out of place and It reminds me of my Aunt Judy, who I lost a while ago. And um, I usually see them in the morning um, or her. I really only ever see one at a time uh, when I'm pulling out of my driveway at my apartment on my way to work. And I feel like that's kind of her way of saying, you know, have a good day, my lily of the valley. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how, you know, and I'm sure you have those moments too, right? Of seeing something that you think, oh, that's great grandma or, oh, Pepper is watching over me or. Definitely.
0: Even like with or, Alex, I I definitely feel like there's yes, signs of him. too. I, yeah. Yeah. Like the orb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, like, I, I associate a lot with him, um, like Red Cardinals and Blue Jays a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um,
0: there was like, the other day I was I was doing my hair and makeup and we have like this small little window that's in this one part of our bathroom mm-hmm. and I was washing my face and I looked up and it's kind of like from like a horror movie where you're washing your face and you look up and you see something behind you so like I was washing yeah, my like, face oh. <laughs> and I look up and through the window right on my shoulder like the way that the way that it looked like from the window a blue jay was perched on my shoulder but it was like through the window
1: Oh, but in the reflection, it looks like. Like it was on my
0: shoulder. So like oh. I turned around, took a picture of it. And as soon as I took a picture of it, it went away. It was nuts.
1: Yeah, see, it's amazing how just those little like, it's, it's funny because when you think about it, like especially in this story and the story you just told and with my experiences, it's it's really just a split second, but it feels like it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it really does. Yeah. And it's, it's something that, like, it definitely is a message because we have – I think it's two trillion – we see two trillion things per moment of just, like, things in front of me. Like, right now I have a mic. I have a, I have a computer screen. I have a door next to me. I have a mm-hmm. keyboard. But there are so many details within each object that I'm saying right now that we just mm-hmm. choose to ignore because we don't think it's significant. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, when you have those little things, like a, like a blue jay just dro- uh, flying across – there's probably it probably happens all the time you don't notice it but why is it in that one instance it sticks out to you is it a love trying to communicate
1: exactly exactly it's it sometimes you know especially sometimes I all doubt myself and you know the stories that we tell and all you know after an episode I'll reflect but It's so true that, you know, when something so normal for some reason will resonate with you, Mm -hmm. it's just, it it can't be anything less than a sign. Definitely.
0: I like That's very well put. I like that. Thank you. All right, Lily, how are you wrapping up your group of stories for this week?
1: Um, I have one more. Yes, you do. Okay. Sorry. I'm like so tired. Here we go. You're good. This is called Spooky Story I Have, My Spookiest Story. Ooh, I like the amount of spookies. Right? The spooky kooky Um When I was in eighth grade, I had a weird dream about a thin, fully black creature. Oh, no. Oh, no. God, it did the thing. Oh, no. What when thing? you go to scroll and it makes you edit and you're like, no. Okay. We going to start over. When I was in eighth grade, I had a weird dream about a thin, fully black creature with no hands or feet, just spikes. It did have eyes and a mouth and three long black spikes for hair, in quotes. Um, its eyes were big and glowing white. Its mouth was just really messed up. Uh, squarish. I think. Is that a word? Scorched teeth. The creature was was uh, stalking me through my neighborhood, and at some point, I noticed it began lucid. I, I noticed it and began lucid dreaming. I controlled my actions and surroundings in my dream, but I couldn't control the creature. I just went along my dream, doing the typical flying around, but it would just follow wherever I went. At some point, I landed at my front door, went inside my house, and unlocked it. In, I, I then turned around, and it was in my house, just staring at me. But it wasn't very close to me. I blinked, and all of a sudden, without grabbing me, it locked me in place. Ah. And, I, and I heard a high-pitched screech as it looked into my eyes. No, ma'am. You know what I'm picturing there is um, the alien from the movie Alien ah! when it's got all The Mouths, and it's like, Wee! Oh, yes, 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 now I'm picturing it, too. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, okay. I couldn't move. Out of panic, I woke up but didn't open my eyes. I noticed my foot was off the side of my bed, and it was freezing. Dude, never sleep with one of your feet on the side of your bed. That's when the monster grabs you. Whoever does that
0: is a psychopath.
1: Right? Like, haven't you learned? Um, I didn't have a fan open in my room, and it was the middle of July. I pulled my foot back under my covers, smart move, and got the courage to open my eyes. When I did, however, it was just standing in the corner of my room, just staring at me. I sat up in my bed and rubbed my eyes because I thought I was still dreaming. I wasn't. After about three minutes or so, it moved to my door and just stared at me more. I could tell it wanted me to follow it, but I didn't. Then it just went through my door and it was gone. And before anyone asks, it was a brand new built house with no previous occupants. No, I don't have schizophrenia and no i wasn't in the middle of sleep paralysis because i could move and talk there is a part 2 but i wanted to know what you guys thought and if anyone has had a similar experience with the same character i described the end
0: well they just debunked two of the things i would have thought possible for like a quote unquote logical explanation of what the fuck this was
1: right and like i wanted to know the part 2 but it it, it wasn't there yet to be continued tb tbc i guess yeah yeah
0: tbc okay my last story mm-hmm. is titled
1: Mhm.
0: actually you know what i'm gonna hold off on the title because then it kind of gives it away so sorry that okay. was anticlimactic all right i'm staying with a friend for a little while this was at her house my friend was asleep next to me and i was awake and crying a little bit Enough for my throat to burn, but not enough to wake my friend. It was around 1.30 a.m. when the door to our room creaked open. I looked over and called out the name of her mom, thinking it was she who was coming in to check on us in the night. Instead, I see the figure of a man crawl into the room on its hands and feet. It It was like a really slow bear crawl, keeping very close to the ground. Then the figure stands up. It was a very tall man who was entirely black with no face. We made eye contact for a second or two before it vanished before my eyes. I am a very spiritual person, but I have never experienced anything like this. I got a very bad vibe from the spirit. Why do you say that? And turned on a light in the hallway once I got my bearings again. I managed to fall asleep, and when I woke up, the first thing I did was cleanse the house and put up protection boards, banishing the spirit. I think the spirit wanted to feed off of my negative energy. I've been having a tough time lately, being in the midst of a very turbulent part of my life. I've been crying just before the spirit entered the room, and I cannot express how many bad vibes I got from the whole experience in general. I have some questions, like, why the hell did it crawl into the room? How did it manage (laughs) to open the closed door? Where did it come from? I also wonder what the spirit's real intentions were and if it was coming from me or from my friend who was sleeping beside me. I'm not sure it expected to be seen by me, seeing as how quickly it vanished when we made eye contact. Why did it crawl? Why? Of all things you could do as a creepy spirit. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't the first ghost I've seen, but it's definitely been the closest and scariest encounters I've ever had. The end. And the title was... A ghost crawled into my room last night.
1: Got it. Yeah, it's the crawling for me.
0: Yeah, I'm good on that. Honestly, I would probably have a heart attack right then and there.
1: Oh, yeah, I would. I think that's when I would go. Probably not into sl- sleep paralysis, but just regular old fear paralysis.
0: I would be equivalent to those fainting sheep. You ever seen those? <laughs> or the fainting goats? Not the They're not. Wait, are they sheep? No, they're goats. Fainting goats.
1: I, I, I know what you're talking about, Yeah,
0: though. Like, literally just buckle my legs and just collapse and just stay there for the rest of the night. Yep. Yeah, that's, so that's how we're going to end um, our episode of Just Ghoulie Things. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And, Lily, do you have anything to wrap us up with before we start
1: telling uh, the socials? Um, U.S. booth things, please register to vote. Ooh, I, I like that. I don't want to get too into politics because I know we all have different opinions, but really register to vote.
0: And don't and don't vote for somebody because your friends tell you to vote for them or your parents make you feel a certain way. Vote because like that's who you believe is going to make our country better,
1: you know? Like don't Exactly. And do your and, own uh, research. And I know a lot of people and, and and also just vote because a lot of people right, are saying, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, this this is not about each candidate. And the truth is there will never be the perfect presidential candidate unless it's Beyonce. So (laughs) really think about it, but most importantly, register to vote because, you know, it, it, it really is. We are lucky to have that option. That's
0: yeah, all I have to 1000%. say. 1,000%. And it's important to know, too, because I don't know, Lil, if you got your mail-in ballot. I got my mail-in ballot, and I already submitted it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not just a presidential election. I mean, th- it also has your local uh, elections on there, too. And then mm-hmm. there's three questions that are yes or no. Um, mm-hmm. One of them's the legalization of marijuana. That's the one that just stuck out to me the most. Um, mm-hmm. But just, you know, so actually read it you don't have to spill it out the moment you get it give yourself time read it through and then mail Mm -hmm. it back it's really important that if you registered to vote already to use that voice yeah oh and also I'd like to say today is Mean Girls Day so happy Mean Girls Day Lily oh
1: my god I need to wear should I wear do you remember I think it was 2012 right so I think we've got 2012. I think it must have been then last year. It'll either be it was last year or it will be next year. No, it won't be next year. Either way, I think it was 2012 or 2013. It was Wednesday, October 3rd. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. I think it was I think it was 2012 because I had just started the new high school. Okay. And it was And literally, I remember showing up to this school and I had just started at that new school and everyone was in pink. And I was like, is this like a thing at this school? And I checked Instagram, which was new at the time. And they were like, happy Ultimate Mean Girls Day because not only is it October 3rd, but it was a Wednesday.
0: That is, I remember that. And I was in high school too. We were the same age, but like, yeah. Oh my God, I, I actually remember that. And I remember thinking that was so cool, but like, I just didn't they have anything pink at the time, so I don't think I wore anything pink that day. And, like, I think I got the memo too late. But I thought that was yeah, really Yeah, it cool. didn't even occur to me. Yeah, I kind of just happened to see it on Instagram today. That's the only reason why I remembered it was Mean Girls Day. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so on that note, let's go through our social media so you can all stalk us on there. All right? Sound all good? Right. Cool. All right. Follow us on Instagram at... Just Things Podcast. Our personal Instagrams at Rebecca Ruber and...
1: At Lily Baldessari, Twitter, JGT Podcast, Facebook, like page, Just School Things Podcast, Facebook, private group, Just School Things
0: Podcast group, donate to our Patreon, Just School Things Podcast. And if you or someone you know has a paranormal experience you'd like to share on our show, feel free to email us at just school things podcast at gmail.com. Buy our merch. Rate and review us on wherever you listen to us, five stars preferably, and an awesome review. And without anything else, we will talk to Boo next week. Goodbye!